With so much to take care of in the aftermath of the terrible fires in Napa, it's understandable that most of the residents who came out of FEMA did not want to speak, but Dana Betts came out with her seven-year-old son, Alexio, to get some running room for him and, well, sort of a breath of air. Betts said she hasn't slept for days and is deeply sad. They walked over to the Red Cross area and took a bag of food. All right. Alexio tries to grab a few more fruit rolls from a box. Alexio, please, there's lots of people that need this, so I don't need you to take it off. He's been such a good boy. He really, it's amazing. You, you think, you don't realize in circumstances of this, like what your children are actually capable of. I really feel like he understands and he's been like, he's been so good. Betts shares how they lost their home on Atlas Peak and how she, her son and fiance with their two dogs barely escaped the raging fires. I'm at a point now too where I feel like I've cried so much I just can't really even cry anymore. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Everyone has been incredibly supportive, says Betts, who can hardly think right now, she says. It's like once we got here, we then discovered that there's like everything here, which is a huge relief because it's so daunting to think of the task of like birth certificates and social security cards. And I mean, it just so the fact that we are going to be able to get a lot of that accomplished right now is just really amazing and so so helpful i mean they they sit you down they have a checklist what is it that you need and then they send you to the you know just to turn off the pg e or get the birth certificates again and or whatever i mean i don't even i'm learning about fema i didn't even really know about it Beth says there is one thing that they need more than anything else. If we could just have a place to temporarily just get situated, it, I feel like I would be able to take care of all the rest. But some things are irreplaceable, says her son, Alexio. So is there something special that you, you feel like uh, um, you wish you hadn't left behind? Yeah. What's that? My trophy. Of what? Um, of racing my bike. First place. Yeah, but now it's gone. And also my teddy bear. Standing at a table outside the building where Napa residents were getting aid was Norma Garcia. Garcia is a senior case manager for California Human Development a nonprofit that is helping seasonal and migrant farm workers and their dependents, as well as low-income families during this disaster. Normally, they only work with documented workers, says Garcia, but during an emergency, they have the funding that allows them to work with undocumented low-income immigrants. With our services, we, we have the, uh, the appropriate funding right now for emergencies. It doesn't matter the status, uh, migration status, we are providing the help. Uh, we're assisting with uh, rental assistance, food assistance, or transportation will be ga gas. It all depends on the need that they need at the moment. Currently, we have 20 families that we actually house in a hotel. Just got notification there's two families that might need housing due that they lost everything. Garcia says the fires affected most of the farm workers' livelihood. Most people, when they come to this area to harvest, that's when they do the bulk of their money for the year. So now they're out of jobs. 
Maria Montañez was evacuated from her apartment in Calistoga. She works at a hotel and is not sure she still has a job. There is no one in Calistoga. People just started arriving today. I am seeking help for rent, and I don't know, food? Public Information Officer for FEMA, Paul Cora, says that they served about 60 people today, the first day that FEMA was opened in Napa, and most of them were looking for temporary housing. Most important, first thing is, are they a U.S. citizen? And, um, or, or somebody in that lives in their house is a U.S. citizen, and that's important. Um, then, you know, what, what are the needs? Are they, how many people are in the family? And what they need to do is, is prove where they live. If they lost their home, we need to find out do they really live there. And that, you're going to need to bring something like insurance papers or, you know, like utility bill if you have them. Um, we can work with you and find out. That's important. We need to know your Social Security number. We need to know how we're going to get a hold of you. And after you're registered, we're going to have somebody come out and do an inspection on your place to make sure that the damage was, you know, qualified. The process could take a long time, says Cora, but if a resident qualifies right away, they could have the money within 10 days. Cora encourages undocumented residents to come down to FEMA without fear of prosecution. There may be some who are afraid. Uh, we are a federal agency, but we're not the police, and we're not going to check your immigration status while you're here. That, that's not our job. We're, we're here to try to assist you for this emergency. Senator Bill Dodd who was at the disaster center, confirmed this. Uh, Congressman Mike Thompson informed us when we were at our local meetings, we had meetings every single morning at 8 a.m. He announced that he had a letter, in fact, from the director of ICE stating that there would be no enforcement of any of those, uh, you know, only in the event that it was a, a, a criminal. Uh, a serious criminal, in fact. So I think that people that have been injured, that have lost their houses or need aid that are undocumented can feel safe and come in here and get the services they deserve. For NapaBroadcasting.com, I'm Karen Argood.